Stay ahead of the curve. Early edition with Kate Hawksby on Newstalk ZB. It is 21 past five. Well, rapid trade growth between Asia and South America could be the key New Zealand needs for generating billions of dollars. New Zealand could be transit between the two countries, which was a proposal by the New Zealand China Council back in 2019. The NZIER now has a report showing it could create close to $2 billion in 10 years. Well, with us now is Rachel Maidment, the New Zealand China Council Executive Director. Morning to you. Good morning, Kate. Why would New Zealand be a good transit between those two countries? Well, New Zealand um, really would be placed in the centre instead of the end of a global value chain between Asia and South America. And it could do this because we are actually the shortest route between several key cities in Asia uh, and several key cities in South America. In particular, uh, cities in East Asia and cities in, on the western um, part of South America on the southern coast. Right. So are we talking people or goods here? We're talking both. So the route would be able to transport both freight and passengers between two of the fastest growing regions in the world with New Zealand as a hub. Uh, So, for example, e-commerce would definitely form the base. And pre-COVID, we were seeing significant growth in e-commerce between South America and Asia. uh, And this is growing even more rapidly over the COVID period. So where is this proposal of the Southern Link at in terms of, you know, actually becoming a possibility? So um, where it is at is what we really need to make it happen. There is going to be one major point in Oceania and we really want it to be up. Uh, So we need government and industry to continue work together to ensure that the right fundamentals are in place. So the route already has actually been happening. Pre-COVID, we had passengers flying from Asia connecting through in New Zealand through to cities in Latin America. Uh, And actually over COVID, we had PPE being transported direct from Latin America to Asia. So, for example, Aerolineas Argentinas was flying direct um, via Auckland uh, into Shanghai. Right. So when you say the fundamentals that the government needs to be looking at, what sort of things are we talking about here? Uh, We don't anticipate that significant regulatory changes would be needed. Um, There would need to be some regulatory changes just to support e-commerce hubbing. Uh, We would also like to see transit visas be transitioned from a paper-based application process to online uh, to reduce the cost and speed up processing. Did you realise before this report there'd be this much money in it? No. um, Well, I guess um, we always knew that there was really an opportunity there. And I think the the dollar figure is actually relatively conservative because it's taking COVID into account and it's putting it over a 10-year period. Um, But we did definitely know that you know, there would be um, significant opportunity both across e-commerce and freight, uh, but also across those services as well. I think that what has surprised everybody uh, over the COVID period, however, is the amount of freight that was being carried in the belly hold of those passenger aircraft. So I think New Zealand's position in the world uh, and our resilience with regard to the supply chain uh, has really been brought into play over this COVID period. Rachel, appreciate your time very much. Thanks for being with us. Rachel Maidman, New Zealand China Council Executive Director.